And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And I will tell you this, Happy New Year. I want to wish every one of you an absolute happy new year. Welcome to 2023. We've got 2022 in the rear view mirror. We are not going back to 2022. We're going to look forward to 2023. And in 2023, this is the year that I want you to make that informed decision to stop doing what you've been doing for retirement and to start doing what what I'm doing for retirement, to start doing what my founder and CEO, Del Wamsley, is doing for retirement, to, to do what the 50,000 members of Lifestyles Unlimited are doing for retirement. So what is that? What are we doing for retirement? Well, we are investing in real estate assets. We're taking all of our available investment capital and we're injecting it into the real estate markets. Now, we don't just put our money into any real estate market. No, we don't do that. We find markets that make sense for us. We do. And, and I've talked about this on the show in the past, but I'll talk a little bit more about it right now because I think you need to know. There are markets out there that are not favorable to your investing strategies. Yeah, I'm, I'm clear. I'm literally clear on this. There are markets out there that will not be an advantage to you with real estate investing. What am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about these markets where, that, are, that are severely depressed. There are some markets in the United States that are severely depressed that even through the, the great seller's market that we had in 2022 and, and back into 2021, it was a hardcore seller's market. Some of these areas, they just never, they never got there. They never got there. So I don't want you investing in areas that can't even take advantage of a hardcore seller's market. The other place I want you to look at is I want you to look at what the assets do in relation to your return on investment with cash flow. Cash flow. You heard me correctly. Cash flow. Oh, what about this cash flow? Well, this cash flow is one of the key elements you must have when you're investing correctly in real estate. You have to have cash flow. That's that's one of Dell's top three rules. Matter of fact, it's rule number two. The asset must cash flow. And it's the cash flow that's so darn important because you're going to use that cash flow to offset your costs of living. And once you have enough assets producing enough cash flow, that that cash flow exceeds the amount of money you need to sustain your household, you have achieved what we call retirement. You have regained control over your life. As a matter of fact, you decide whether or not you keep working in that job that you're in, or maybe you leave that job because you don't necessarily have to have that job. Or maybe you decide, you know, I, I do like working, but I'd, I'd rather be in a different industry or, or I'd rather maybe volunteer my time for a nonprofit. Yeah. There, see, these are all the options that, that come forward when you're investing in the right markets. Now, I will tell you this right up front. If, if you're looking to invest your money on the West Coast or in many parts of the East Coast, be very, very cautious, very cautious. And here's why. 
in those markets, and a lot of those markets on the West Coast and a lot of markets on the East Coast, especially around the, the big population centers, where you would think, oh, that's probably a great place to invest, right? Because there are a lot of people here, right? But you have to look at what is the ratio between what it's going to cost you to acquire that asset and the amount of cash flow that asset has the ability to produce. And what you're going to find is that there is a severe imbalance in regards to that ratio. So I don't want you investing in those types of markets. I want you to invest in markets that have a much more balanced ratio. You, you're saying, okay, so where are these places, Al? Okay, well, let me just throw, throw some places out for you. How about Tennessee? How about Atlanta? How about Dallas? How about Houston? How about San Antonio? How about Phoenix? How about, see, there are places out there that you can invest your hard-earned money and you can do very well with your real estate investments. You can get the types of returns that you need to get so that you can get yourself retired in five years or less. It's as simple as that. Now, my buddy Bruce, I introduced him to Lifestyles Unlimited. So I, I kind of told him how I did it. I want to make it very clear to you that everything that I tell you on the show is viable. It is absolutely viable. It's going to take some effort on your part, however, to change the paradigm of your life. Just becoming a member of Lifestyles Unlimited isn't enough to get you to that place of retirement. You have to be focused. And here's the beautiful thing. As long as you're focused, as long as you have your plan in play, all this stuff, it just falls into place for you. It all falls into place for you. And it's falling into place for Bruce and Leanne. I think it's beautiful. It's so beautiful to sit back and watch this happen. Now, when I, when I went over to Bruce's house, we were getting ready to go take a look at an asset that he bought. And this is the same asset that I happened to be at when, when he bought it. This, if you remember the story, there was, there was a, a disconnect between his bank. He couldn't wire funds in order to secure the deal. I just happened to be there and I'm like, well, do you, is it okay if I wire the funds? I don't have any interest in the property. I'm not going to buy this property. I don't want anything. I just, I'm just going to take care of this for Bruce and Bruce can pay me back. And everybody was like, yeah, that's cool. Go ahead and do it. All right. So when, when we went to that property the first time and we inspected the property, the property was in really, really bad shape. It is what people would call a fixer upper. Okay. The, the person that was living in that property was literally just consuming that property. They were just wearing it down. They were just using all the systems in the property and they weren't doing anything to maintain the property. They weren't doing anything to make the property better. They were just consuming it. So by the time we got to this property, this property was in pretty bad shape. When we walked into the property that you could, you could tell that the floors were off level. There was definitely foundation problems. We could tell just by looking at the roof, there were problems with the roof. We could tell just by looking at the age of the air conditioning and heating systems that they were probably beyond their lifespan. OK, and so we're finding all these things wrong with this property. And most of you would think, oh, run, run that thing. That's going to that's going to be a money pit. Don't run away from that. And we didn't run away from it. As a matter of fact, we ran into it. We were looking for all the things that were wrong with this property. OK, so when I went over to Bruce's house over the weekend, we went back to the property. And this is after he's had his general contractor 
start work on the property and he had the foundation company come in. So what we were doing specifically was we were looking to see if by readjusting the foundation on this property, if it created some additional problems. And to be honest with you, it did. It did. It created some problems. There was some buckling of the drywall in, in two of the rooms. So that drywall is going to have to be pulled out and replaced. And there was some, some cosmetic damage, but the cosmetic damage isn't that bad. What we were mainly concerned about was the plumbing. Will there be any problems with the plumbing? And it, this is important because there are supply lines that feed the entire house and there are waste lines that recover waste from the entire house. So what we were concerned about was any breakage. Now, the beautiful thing was this. When we got to the property, all the, the water was on. There was no leaks. There was no sign of any water damage anywhere. So that was a beautiful thing. Now, we don't know exactly what's going on with the, the waste lines. And here's why. We are, were waiting to get the foundation leveled before we did the inspection of the sewer lines, just to make sure that the sewer lines are going to be okay. Because what we don't want is we don't want any waste escaping the sewer lines and, and contaminating the soils around the property. But here's the most important thing that I, I really need to share with you. When I went to Bruce and Leanne's house over the weekend, before we actually went to go take a look at that property, Leanne was sitting comfortably in her couch watching something on probably HGTV because she likes that sort of stuff. And she was looking out her beautiful picture windows in her living room that, that showcase a, a massive view across the Leon Springs Valley in it's, it's Northwest of San Antonio. That's where they live. And she was totally relaxed. She was totally calm. She was totally in her element. And here's the thing. She didn't have to worry about the job that she used to do, even though she still volunteers her time to help that nonprofit out. She has regained 100% control over her life. And the things that we're doing right now with Bruce is we're helping Bruce. I, I say like I'm helping Bruce, like, I'm, like I've got a lot to do with it. Let me, trust me, it's 100% Bruce doing all this stuff. I'm, I'm really just kind of tagging along for moral support, to be honest with you. And, and maybe if they have a question about something, maybe I can answer it. But I'm, I'm not mentoring him because he knows what he's doing. He's got, he's got a great mentor that's guiding him through this entire process. He has great contractors on his team that are doing all of the work that needs to be done. And here's the thing. Bruce has everything dialed in. He's been a member of Lifestyles Unlimited for, I want to say, a little less than a year. I want to say he joined in like, I don't know, it was maybe February or something of, of 2022. Maybe it was a little bit sooner than that, but he's only been a member for around a year and he has already accomplished retiring his spouse. He is accomplishing getting himself retired. Now, he is not, he's not met his milestones yet, but he still has a lot of money to deploy. And in this particular asset that we went to, he's deploying money in this asset. So for the rest of the show, what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to you about some of those things that you need to consider when you decide to buy a fixer upper. Now, the first thing I'm going to tell you is that you should be a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. You need to go through our educational training. And once you get through our educational training, you're going to know all the information I'm about ready to share with you. And you'll know it in the exact order that it needs to occur in. So when we come back from the break, I'm going to hit you with how to do a home inspection, 
It's going to be good stuff. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. I created these case studies 30 years ago for this reason. You're the accountant. You're the CPA. You're the, the engineer, the IT guy. Do you follow what I'm saying? You're that little quiet cubicle guy. And you don't see yourself as a rich millionaire. So I have to bring the cubicle people up here. And you go, honey, look, he's got the same shoes I have on, right? And he speaks in the same language that I speak in. And you've got to be able to see somebody you can relate to or relate with for this to work. Part of the reason I want you to speak to other people is because half of your, I'd say, challenge is that you don't believe you can be rich is that you don't believe you can retire within five years. Until you can reconcile that in your mind, you won't be willing to take the steps necessary to get there. Join us today. Check for in-person and online dates at lukstudy.com. Listening to Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. Now, here's your host. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And I'm telling you the story of my good friend Bruce and the successes he's having with real estate investing because I want you to understand that everything that I talk about on the show is legit. And that's exactly where Bruce is at. He's totally there. When I went with him to look at this asset that I'm talking about on today's show, he was like a completely different guy from the first time I went to a property with him. Now, the first time I went to a property with him, he kind of had the deer in the headlights look. Yeah, a little bit of the deer in the headlights look. But that was because he was unfamiliar with a lot of the processes and he was working his way through these processes. Now, since that time, he's gone through that process multiple times, multiple times. And he's buying another asset right now, a single family asset, because this single family asset makes sense for his investing strategy. So when we went to the property and we were deciding whether or not he wanted to buy the property, we did a one over the world. Now, in many cases, you can hire a home inspector, some somebody that has gone through requisite training. They look at everything uh, in the, the home. They look at all the different systems and they give you a, a pretty detailed report of how things are, what the condition of the property is. And this is good information if you're in a contract where you have an option period, where you have the ability to make a determination as to whether or not you want to proceed with that particular transaction. But in this particular case, we were buying, well, we, I wasn't buying anything. Bruce was buying a wholesale property, which means he was there as well as another Lifestyles Unlimited member showed up. So there were two people that had an interest in the property. We do something called a tagging system. So in other words, we don't compete with each other because if we competed with each other, we would just drive up the price for the seller and we're not interested in doing that. So 
we tag the property. And if you're the number one tag, you get first dibs. And if you decide to pass, then the second person gets the opportunity. That's, that's the fair way to do it. So Bruce had the first tag on this property and we were walking through the property. Now I'm going to tell you that we did the entire home inspection we didn't have little electrical meters. We didn't have advanced plumbing equipment. We didn't have the things that a home inspector would use. All we had was our knowledge and our eyeballs and our hearing a little bit too. So hearing helps a little bit with, with home inspection. So what were we looking for? Well, we were, we were looking at all the systems of the home. The first thing we did was we took a look at the air conditioning and, and the, the furnace system. Were they serviceable? And yes, they were serviceable, but they were dated. They are, they're old. And you, you have to be very careful about these systems because the older they get, the more problematic they can become. And they may stop being as energy efficient over time as they were when they were initially placed in service. Not to mention that systems that are available in today's market are much more efficient. So we were, we were looking at the furnace. We were looking at the air conditioners. We were looking at the windows. Yeah, we were looking at the windows. What we're looking for is, are there any breaks? Is there any misalignment of the windows? Are there any cracks between the window and the, the side surface? We're also looking for indications that water had come in through the windows. So we're looking for water damage. Okay. We looked at the roof. The roof was a pretty easy one to call because we could look at that roof. Now, I will tell you this, with, with a lot of roofs that are out there, you could look at them and they look perfectly fine. They look perfectly fine. This one kind of looked perfectly fine. But here was the problem. When we walked into the interior of the property, we could see tail telltale signs of water coming in through the roof and into the interior of the property. There were three rooms that definitely showed the sign of water damage. So that needs to be addressed. There could be mold. There could be all kinds of things going on behind that. So we knew the roof needed to be repaired. As a matter of fact, one of the things that the, the owner of the property did disclose was that they had never replaced the roof in the entire time that that property was in existence. And that property is about, oh, it's about as old as I am. So yeah, time, time for roof replacement. Now we were we were going to look at the sewer system, and we did. We looked at the sewer system. Um, we didn't see any noticeable breaks for what we could see. But the big thing with the sewer system was we had to make sure that we got the property leveled. Because remember, we looked at all the flooring. And when we walked into the property, we knew the foundation was off. We knew just by walking. It was like like walking on on kind of like a little bit of a, a floating floor. Yeah, it's like a floating floor. It was, it was different heights no matter where you stood stood in relation to the center of the property. If you took a marble and you put it in the center of a room, it definitely would have rolled to one of the walls. That's that's how off the foundation was. And and of course we we took a look at the plumbing. We didn't see any signs of any water damage from the the service lines of the plumbing to include all the water that flows to the different sinks and bath fixtures and washing and washer and dryer setup, you know, none of that stuff was showing any signs of leaks. And of course we went back after we got the foundation taken care of just to make sure that that stayed the same. 
So these are the things that you need to take a look at when you're considering buying a property. And because we're sophisticated enough to understand whether or not, first of all, if something's going to be a problem. And second of all, we also have an idea for what it costs to do the repairs. It was so much fun to watch my friend Bruce just just go to work at, at, at analyzing and inspecting and buying this property. And it was it was beautiful. But what Bruce immediately put together while standing there on the property, and he did all this like in a 10 to 15 minute window, he put together a scope of work. So let's talk about what it takes to find that great contractor. You put together a scope of work. You, you had an indication as to what you needed to have done. In, in the case of this particular house that Bruce bought. The scope of work included things like foundation repair, plumbing repair, sewer line repair. If the, by the way, the water and the sewer line stuff were if necessary. We determined that the water was not necessary. So the amount of money that he budgeted towards any repair costs for, for supply lines, that just goes back in the kitty and can be used for something else if something else tends to cost a little bit more money. Does that make sense? Okay, so the, the other things that we knew about uh, roof definitely had to be replaced. HVAC, that's got to go. It's 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 really old. It's really old. It's it's not very efficient, and it just it needs to be replaced. Because here's what Bruce is doing: he's taking this very tired, very sad looking property, and he's going to turn it around and make it look like the nicest property in the neighborhood. He's he's not going to overprove this property. He's not going to create the Taj Mahal in this neighborhood, but he is going to make the property as nice as the nicest properties in the neighborhood. And the reason he's doing this is because he wants to attract great people, people that would be willing to compete to live in his property. Compete? Compete, I say? Yes, believe it or not. People will compete to lease your property especially if they have the nicest thing out there. Because if you've ever been a renter, you know that when you go out and you look at things that are available for rent in your price range, you get to see the good, you get to see the bad, and you definitely get to see the ugly. And you want to rent the good, but unfortunately, there are not, there are not as many good properties as there are properties available for, for rent. That's just the way it is. All right, so Bruce had his scope of work together, and... Um, he went forward. He went with Eddie at uh, T-Rex Construction. But let's say, let's say Eddie didn't have any available white space. Oh, by the way, Eddie is a, a Lifestyles Unlimited vendor. He's, he's in the San Antonio market. So uh, just shout out to, to Eddie. Anyway, let's say you're going to interview some contractors. What, what do you need to know? I mean, what do you really need to know? Well, first of all, I think the, the most important thing for you to know is what's their experience? How long have they been doing this? Have they been doing it for two weeks or 20 years? There's a big difference between the two, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean somebody getting started in the business isn't good, but they don't have any experience to draw from and they don't have any experience to show you. So take that into consideration. Take that into consideration. Now, there, there are some startups out there that, that will do a great job. But you have to ask yourself, do you want to start up trying to figure things out on your investment property? I'm just going to leave that, that question unanswered. I'm going to let you answer that question. Here's the other thing you need to know. How many people do they have on their team? Is this guy a one-man band? Or does he have 
a team of people or does he have multiple teams working for him? If he's a general contractor, does does he have all of the trades that are available? That's something you need to find out. Does he do everything in-house or does he subcontract everything out? Very important. Do they own any equipment? This is important, too. Because if they're a startup, they may be leasing all of their equipment. But if they've been around for a while, then chances are the equipment that they have, they probably own it. Now, why do you care about things like equipment that they own? Because what it shows that they, is that they have made an investment into their business model. They are buying equipment specifically designed to do the work that they set out to do. And to me, if you've made a big investment into your plant property and, new, and equipment, then chances are you're, you're probably pretty viable. You're probably pretty viable. Okay, what about insurance? Are they carrying insurance? And, and what kind of insurance? Do they have the right kind of liability insurance? Do they have the insurances necessary for them to go onto your property? And if something happens, you will be protected. You need to find these things out. Believe it or not, there are licensed contractors out there that are not insured. They are not insured. How do, how do you find out if they're insured? You just ask for a copy of their insurance documents. They, they will provide you a document that says, yeah, company X is insured for Y amount of dollars, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll provide that on demand if they have it, if they have it. What about licenses and permits? I mean, are they licensed to do business in the area where, where you're going to do your investing? Do, do you even understand what the licensing requirements are? Make sure you find out. What about permits? Now, in some areas... Permits are going to be required to do different types of work on the property. In other areas, permits are not required. So you need to understand if the contractor understands the permitting requirements for wherever you're investing. If you're investing in a municipality, chances are you're going to have to get permits to do any type of rehab work. If you're investing in, say, county property that's not in a municipality, chances are there is no building code and there aren't permits required. Just make sure you understand. What about their background? Have they had any BKs? What's that? Burger King? No, no. Bankruptcies. Bankruptcies. Bankruptcies indicate that that contractor may or may not be fully viable financially. Maybe they do really good work, but they're lousy businessmen. So finding out whether or not they have any bankruptcies in their background will give you some very clear information about their ability to manage money. And what about referrals? Do, do they have anybody that they would give you their name and phone number and say, if you call this guy, he's going to say great things about me. Have you even considered asking for referrals? And if you do ask for referrals, do you, do you actually call the people and go, hey, have you worked with Brand X? Yeah, you should do that. You should absolutely do that. Now, after you do your, your screening of the, the particular contractors, you're going to make a selection as to who you want to work on the property. Now, of course, you've given them all your, their scope of work. You've done your, your investigations of them. And then you're going to pick that contractor that's going to be on your team. And that contractor is going to be working with you during the entire timeline of the project. Now, some projects, they only take a couple weeks to get done, believe it or not. 
Other projects, they might take a couple of months. But Bruce understands how long it takes to get a project done, depending on the amount of work that needs to go into the project. Now, in this particular project that I've been talking to you about, this, this house that he bought, it's about a two to three month rehab period. We know this based on all of the things that need to be done in order to correctly remediate this property and to put it back into service as clean, functional workforce housing designed to meet the demands and the needs of a demographic in our society that's looking for great places to live. Believe it or not, there are people out there that want to rent property that's nice. Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah, and you're thinking, well, isn't all property nice? No, actually, all property isn't nice. As a matter of fact, some of the some of the properties that I've gone and I've looked at have been owned by other quote unquote real estate investors. And they they're what I would call slumlords. I would call these people slumlords because of the condition of their property. They they actually think it's okay to rent substandard property and get whatever amount of money they can get for the property. And then they don't put any money into fixing it up. They don't. They they buy it, they own it, they consume it, they don't put any dollars into it, and they just run it into the ground. And that's a great asset for somebody like me or somebody like Bruce to find. Because when we find that asset, we know exactly how to treat that asset. And it, and it all starts with doing a quick analysis of the property. What is the property worth in today's market? What is the property worth after you fix it all up? When you know those two factors right there, that gives you an indication as to how much money you're going to need in order to do repairs. And we, we kind of have a ballpark number that we like to work with. Some rehabs are like $25,000. Some rehabs are $50,000. There are rehabs that Bruce has done that are in the $70,000 range. None of those scare Bruce because he understands that in each of those instances, he's got it all dialed in. He's got it focused. He understands the rehab process and he's managing and orchestrating the deal effectively. He's got Eddie doing all the hard work and Eddie's got the right crews to go in and do the work when it needs to be done on time so that this project continues to flow. And that's important. The project needs to continue to flow. If you're looking at a three month rehab, you need to be done in three months. All right, there's my, there's my quickie on how to do rehab. Now, if you really want to find out how to do this correctly, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle.
The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.